Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. Crap is an acronym, which stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Because I believe when you mix culture, race, and American politics, everything seems to go to hell in a handbasket. Talking about hell in a handbasket, we're going to be talking about, well, appeals and appalling in Arizona. I want to know. I'm trying to soul search for this. Where is the breakdown? Where is the breakdown in all of this? Is it just our cases? Is it our cases? Are we having a breakdown at the attorney level? What the hell is going wrong? Right? What's going wrong? Where is the breakdown falling down when it comes to what's going on in our election integrity? I know you're having a hard time figuring it out. I'm certainly having a hard time figuring it out. I can't put my finger on it. Do we just have horrible GOP attorneys? Do we have just piss poor attorneys in Arizona to begin with? Is the system broken? Or are cases broken? I know when I watch what's going on in Arizona, and I watch Carrie Lake's... uh, you know, the, the information on the witness stand, and I see a lot more than you do in most cases, I'm telling you, the proof is rock solid. 100% rock solid. So what the hell is going on in Arizona specifically? That's what I want to know what you feel, folks. Do me a favor, share this program right now. We're going to have this discussion about the appeals and the appalling junk that is going on right before our eyes in Arizona. I want to find out where this is coming from. I want you to think about this as we go forward in the program. By the way, shout out to all my listeners on Real Talk FM 93.3. Thank you for tuning in. Keep your hands on the wheel. I am uh, literally trying to figure out what is it What the hell is going wrong when we have such proof, hard proof, irrefutable proof in my book, of things going wrong in our elections? Are our judges bought off? Are our attorneys bought off? We know our political parties potentially are bought off. I want to take a deeper look. I want to take a deeper look into this because I'm concerned. We keep on stepping up to the plate. The left's having a heyday. They get to continue their propaganda and, well, find mucking of us. Saying, see, you had no evidence, even the court threw it out. I don't believe that's true, and I don't think you believe that's true either. So I want to get to the bottom of what in the hell is going on? What are we witnessing? I know this is new territory. There's usually not election contests that even go to court. You know, our government tried to say we were all conspiracy theorists. Isn't it ironic that the CIA created that term, conspiracy theorists, with JFK? 
The government has its fingers all over this. I want you to help me put my finger on what the hell is going on. Because either I'm just blind as to what proof is, or I'm just blind when we see it finally presented, thank God to Carrie Lake and her fighting in a court of law, or I'm actually blind to just how dirty, nasty, crooked this election stuff is. I don't think the right wants any answers. I know the left doesn't want any answers. I don't think the right wants any answers. And the more I look into it, I I realize what it's about, folks. We are facing a constitutional crisis. That's what we're faced with. When we put uh, forward this hardcore evidence that has never been seen before in elections, until we uh, got our gook together and got out there and did the goopy nastiness of a full forensic audit, we didn't really know what we were looking at, did we? Now we know. And now I realize that our lawmakers in Arizona were faced with an incredibly wicked constitutional crisis that, man, if we let this go forward, then we're admitting the elephant in the room. How ironic. We're admitting to the elephant in the room that our elections are just broken. How far back does that go? What are the ramifications of it? Well, we know what's going on. They want to sweep it under the rug. One side of the party wants to sweep it under a rug because they think they can now permanently stay in power. The other side of the parties out there wants to sweep it under the rug because, well, they're terrified they got elected illegally and they don't want to deal with it. And because they're political figures and the narcissism runs through the roof, they don't want to be called out. You're a conspiracy theorist. They want to plummet their poll numbers and they really don't want the press shaming them. It's a shame they care more about that than they care about us folks. And so I ask myself when I do deep soul searching on this, what is broke? Where exactly is the breakdown? We can all clearly see evidence like in Arizona that you can't, meaning the county, the county could not, if the county was pressed to bring the ballots to court and to prove they were legitimate, they couldn't do it themselves. You know why? Evidence in a court requires a little bitty thing called perfected chain of custody. To even be admitted as real evidence, you got to have, right, irons clad, chain of custody. And here we know the county can't even verify their own ballots, chain of custody. How could they even present them in court? At the same time, how can they tell us we can't look at them and it's up to our burden of proof and we can prove there's no chain of custody when there's no chain of custody, it can't, it basically can't be presented in court of law, it can't be used as evidence. And the rule of law says it's not evidence, but we're supposed to take their word for it and give them a benefit of the doubt that it's evidence of the election was run right. You're right, folks. This makes me want to puke. I know it makes you want to puke. But we have to get to the bottom of this real quick. We have to figure out what in the hell is going on, what's happening and why. And I want to focus on, is it the cases Is it the system or is it the very attorneys? And that it also should extend to the funders of these court suits. Who has the most to lose or gain in this process? Aside from all of us as voting Americans. That's why I'm tackling this subject. Right? Appeals and appalling. They go hand in hand in Arizona. We've got two appeals coming up. And I think the results thus far have been appalling. And I want to try to figure it out and figure out what's going on. Do me a favor, folks. Share this program. We'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, I'm fed up. I know you're fed up too. And I'm doing some soul searching. I'm trying to understand the appeals. That's a good thing. There's appeals in Arizona, but I'm also trying to understand the appalling results in Arizona, and I want to know where the breakdown is. I know you want to know where the breakdown is. Is it our cases or our attorneys? That's my question. Is it our cases or is it our attorneys? Or is it just the system itself? I realized, I I went back and I watched the court proceedings of the Kerry Lake trial. And I have to be hypercritical. I think some of the things by one of the attorneys fumbled the ball so bad, it's absolutely ridiculous. When, when the attorney handling the case does not know on election day, the difference between the drop box ballots and the actual election day ballots, and just totally blew the questioning, which allowed the smug county recorder to, well, get off with lying, dissembling, not really telling the truth. They knew that that attorney had no idea what he was talking about. And then there's people asking me, do you think that was done on purpose? Is that attorney that bad, or was that attorney doing it on purpose? By the way, folks, hey, I'm just a messenger. 
Don't get mad at me. I'm asking the questions people want to know. And so you have to ask yourself, was that done on purpose? Are attorneys doing this stuff on purpose? When they don't understand the difference between a drop box ballot and an election day ballot and where they go and keep on asking the wrong questions time and time again, which allows these, I'm sorry to say it, rat bastards to get away with what they're doing. I believe if we don't analyze every bit of this, if we don't go back and look at our game day footage, how are we ever going to get better? See, here's the real truth, folks. We now know more than we have ever known in history about how our elections are run and how our elections are broken. Why do we know that? Well, we know it because of the disaster in 2020 with what happened with Donald J. Trump And we know it because we got a full forensic audit for the first time in history in Maricopa County, Arizona. And it is through that audit we learned incredible things. See, you never can learn what's going on if you don't dive into it. If you're never given the materials to look through, You can only guess at what's going on. Now we know what's going on. Now we can see it as plain as day. It was one of the greatest gifts that's ever happened to mankind. The fact that we got a full forensic audit in Arizona in 2020. But how is it that 2022 can be basically 2022.0 and we're still fumbling the ball? It is only through a critical eye on everything that we learn how to get better. It is only by going back to that footage of the trial of Carrie Lake versus Katie Hobbs, where Katie Hobbs couldn't even show up, that we look at it as our game day footage to understand how in the hell do we defeat our opponents? Because, folks, that's what this is about. It's about defeating our opponents. If you're not willing to win, go home. We don't need any more political parades or political theater. We're here to win. We're fighting for the soul of our nation. And we better take that very seriously. We had a shot. What did we learn in that shot? As we look at this shot, where did we mess up? Where did we go wrong? And damned if we didn't go wrong on words. Words and procedures. Words and procedures kicked our behinds. I was having a discussion a few moments ago with some VIPs in this election integrity work. As we're discussing this, I basically said, you know what? Our laws in the United States of America are written to combat voter fraud. Voter fraud. Now, what is voter fraud? That's somebody who takes mama, dead mama's ballot Votes it anyway, gets caught. Well, they had one of those in Maricopa. Bernabich actually found one of those, did a plea agreement, got ostensibly a conviction. And so they can go, look, we caught someone and we have 2.5 million registered voters and only one person did this. See, we have no problems with election. Well, folks, that's smoke and mirrors. But when you look at it deeper and we look at our elections, we actually find out what's going on is they are, they have written these laws about voter fraud. You know what the moral of the story is, folks? We're not dealing with voter fraud. We're dealing with election fraud. And that's racketeering. Plain and simple, racketeering. The people, the systems, the mechanisms that run our elections... And the definition of racketeering is basically tricking people, extorting people into a contract, controlling their lives illegally through fraudulent means. That's racketeering. It's what the mob did. Hey, by the way, if you don't believe uh, that we get extorted, did you hear one about the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill? You better believe it's extorting us into a financial contract because it's our butts on the line for this, folks. Our butts, our children and our grandchildren. And so I realize part of this failure is our laws, our protection, probably intentionally are written 
about voter fraud. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't give a rat's hoo-hoo about voter fraud. Because I do agree so very few people do it. That's probably not enough to materially change the outcome of the election, like every one of these rat bastards say. But election fraud. Now that's something different. See, they put the onus in court. Well, show me that dead voter. They weren't dead. Show me who cast that ballot that you say is illegal. Show me that person. See, that's their evidence. And then they have their BS excuse. Well, did they intentionally do it? It could have been a boo-boo. Did they intentionally do it? These are the word games that we're trapped in. And that's why, folks, we got to get very damn serious about, not voter fraud, election fraud and holding our public officials accountable for mismanaging the elections. And that's part of what had me doing this soul searching about (laughs) these appeals, which we're going to talk about, and the appalling state in Arizona. That's a double entendre right there, folks. And where is the breakdown? Is it our cases or our attorneys? I'm going to open your eyes. Hang tight. Be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed... More money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online. You can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days, you don't even know it, and all of a sudden, somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, folks, welcome back to Cut the Crap. We're talking about the appeals. Two appeals are coming. And the appalling uh, state of Arizona... And we can take that in two ways, can't we? I want to know, where is the breakdown with our cases? Is it our cases? Is it our attorneys? What's going on? Abe Hamada is, in fact, going to file an appeal. He has filed an appeal. In case you don't know it, what happened is, in one of the smaller counties out there, they basically found out, they, they did a, a recount, a true hand recount, Right? Not, not the, not the BS recount where they look at okay, a thousand ballots went to the through the machine. They take a thousand ballots, they put them through, and if it counts a thousand one more time, they say, "See, it worked perfect." You're not stupid. You know that has nothing to do with how the ballots were voted. But uh, he's filing appeal. A judge kicked out his case, even though after the judge kicked out his case, in one of the counties where Abe and ran off you know, against this person, Chris Mays, that Abe actually had more votes, that they miscounted votes, and that's one county out of several. So that stands to reason it happened in other places, but here's what the finagling happened on, folks. As I understand it, and they were doing these recounts, they sent the recounts to Katie Hobbs, uh, yeah, overseeing her own election. And she held on to that information to the point to where she was going to be sworn in. She delayed it. That alone should be a crime right there. But they found out that uh, Abe had several hundred more votes than they counted. Now, this is a problem. Because if it's happened one place, it's probably happened more times over. Now, yeah, we could say that's uh, an oversight. But is it an oversight if it happens in every county? Well, now Abe is literally filing an appeal, as he should. You know, he says that Katie Hobbs and the Secretary of State Office abused our courts and made a, made a mockery of them. They knew the results of the recount were going to show, and I'm quoting Abe, a large discrepancy due to tabulation errors, and they, they fought against Abe knowing this they deceived the courts and that is true they deceived the courts so abe has now filed for his new day in court which he should be allowed to have he should be allowed to have it because 60 percent of the election day vote center machines malfunctioned that alone should be enough to say we've got to look at this closer but, of course, they're rushing to judgment. They want to certify uh, the left as quick as they can get in, and they want to make you fight for it later. That should not be the way it is. 
They should be treating this just like a big honking general election in 2020 because it had almost as many votes. This was a big election. People cared. And I think that people lost their votes in Maricopa. They lost their votes. But these judges, many of them, I believe, don't want to look at the evidence and boot it out. I have to believe that some of these judges are just rat bastards. I, that, what else can you believe? We're dealing with election, folks. You can clearly see something was wrong. But they're always finagling on words out here and there. Words out here and there. And letting these cases go. I have to wonder, are these judges just operatives and these so-called Republican judges? Can't they see that they're potentially throwing away the United States of America when they do this stuff? I don't get it. But is part of this the fault of the attorneys? Is part of it how these cases are even brought before? You know this is new territory, right? We've never gotten this far in the courts to even look at all this stuff. And the courts surely are not having any leniency on this. And do you understand that the court's ruling is we have to assume the election elected officials do it right because it's their job description. Can you believe that's a rule? We have to assume, since it's their job description and their oath, that they're doing it right. So that's a de facto. Yes, they're doing it right. Hell no. Prove it up. Prove it up. And so now Abe has found this significant number of votes missing in a race that was only called by 511 votes. And the judge threw it out. Now we know it's within the count margin. Hundreds of votes. Oh, by the way, folks, don't lose this in the story. There were hundreds of votes missing from a small area. Could you imagine how many are missing from Maricopa? Maricopa is just about 70% of all the voters in all of Arizona. And in one of these smaller areas, they found several hundred votes that weren't counted for Abe. Can you imagine what happened in Maricopa? And then this supposed new AG that's about to be placed in, you know what she's already announced? She announced one of the first things she's going to do is these electors in 2020 that were not willing to certify the vote that 2020 was legit. She's going to go after them criminally. That tells you she's an operative. It never seems to stop in this. Never seems to stop. These aren't just mere accidents. Now, also at the same time, Carrie Lake has come out and made an announcement. She is doing a historic appeal. Uh, for those of you on my locals, I have posted the appeal so you can read it yourself, the basis of the appeal. And you're right. We're all going to be as good as Carrie Lake is willing to stick with it. She said she would fight and never give up. Let's hope that's the case. The Republican Party has already started to quote-unquote disown her. The left media has already started writing horrible articles about her. And that's not anything new. But they've started writing horrible articles about her. Saying that the Republicans don't even like her anymore. She has no political future. You know why they're writing that? Because she does have political future. She has massive political clout. You know it. So Carrie Lake's going back in, have filed the appeal. Because I, too, agree that Mar Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson did not, well, properly weigh the evidence. I believe that uh, when he decided that only two of ten things can be looked at, right? Didn't look at all 10. He threw out eight. He threw out eight. 
instead of looking at everything, violation of freedom of speech, fraudulent signatures, discrimination against Republican voters, all this other stuff, he dismissed it ahead of trial. Why did he not allow those things? I think they should be seen. They should be heard. I hope they come out. And so Carrie Lake has now appealed to Division I of the Arizona Court of Appeals. They're also seeking a review by the Arizona Supreme Court, either by petition for emergency transfer or by special action. I have posted that document on my locals, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer dot locals dot com. You can get the download. You can read the appeal. It's historic. You need to pay attention to it. But here's my dilemma. I have been discussing, trying to figure out inside all of us working in election integrity, what is going wrong with our strategy and what we're doing? Many people commented that one of the two attorney team in Arizona was just total buffoons. Occasionally scoring a point, but for the most part, fumbling the ball. I want to know why attorneys are so afraid of actual physical evidence of what occurred in 2020, which was known to be duplicated in 2022. Why are they afraid of that kind of evidence? I've been told from the inside the problem is it will create a constitutional crisis. I believe, folks, we're already in a constitutional crisis. Just like we have common denominators, common denominators, and these judges and what these rat bastards do. You know, we kind of got common denominators in some of these lawsuits, too, from funders to attorneys who keep losing, keep losing, and keep losing. Now, God bless them all for willing to do it. And by the way, the one attorney who fumbled was the only attorney in Arizona that was willing to stand up and put their name on it. That alone gives them a free pass. But isn't that freaking disgusting? Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, you got an attorney, but you might as well have had Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. But yeah, you got an attorney. So yeah, we got to give them a free pass because no other attorneys would put their names on it. You chicken poopoos. We're fighting for America. Now we understand the left plays for keeps and they're going to try to destroy attorneys' careers. But then I think you also have to look at who's paying the bills. Many times people ask, is the reason certain evidence never gets presented is because it always has the same funders? And those funders have their particular flavor of what they think is evidence. And therefore, since they're paying the bills, they get to say what is evidence and what is not. Somebody asked me that. Actually, three different people asked me that in different derivatives. I'd never thought about that prospect. But it is true. He who writes the check makes the rules. And I had to think about that as part of what we're seeing here on strategy. I know the GOP does it. I know the GOP does it. The GOP will decide we're not going to get it. And they'll make attorneys stand down or the GOP will decide we're just going to throw cases because we're going to make them sloppy, which they do. But does the same thing happen with the funders? Why are we seeing the same formula the same way every time? What's up with that? Are we getting the best representation we can? Are we presenting our best cases we can? We need to soul search these questions. We need to figure out what's going on. Where is the breakdown? Think about it. I'll be back with my final comments. Let's discuss it. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. 
Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. You know, sometimes it's the simplest answer that's the true answer. We're talking about... Well, the appeal or appeals and appalling stuff going on in Arizona. Where's the breakdown? Is it our cases? Is it our attorneys? Is it our tactics? What's going on? I don't know. However, every time we go through this drill, we learn something new. There is value in getting your butt kicked. You learn what not to do again. Now, I should remind you that very little, we're talking one one thousandth of a percent of the real evidence in 2020 ever made it to any type of court and nobody ever got to present the evidence so we've made a breakthrough in this 2022 of getting evidence actually presented in court but then i think about simple things and and think about it yourself we know there is absolutely no chain of custody for the election day ballots 
and Maricopa in 2022. We know there's no chain of custody. Nobody signed. We know they did the same thing in 2020. So we kind of have a repetitive process there. But yet we file a lawsuit to completely to completely toss out the election. Which is very hard to do. There's no precedent for it. But the lawsuit is filed to completely toss out the election. What if the reverse worked? We know they don't have chain of custody. We know that with no chain of custody, they can't actually prove they're real. We know they did it in 2022 and in 2020. Why is the lawsuit not to prove to us those ballots came from Election Day and how you know? Instead of trying to overturn the election, are we biting off more than we can chew? Are we not playing the smart game and saying, okay, let's just kind of turn this around? They want us to basically prove that a voter somehow nefariously voted a ballot or that somebody inserted a wrong ballot. That's what they want us to prove against a system that by default they say, nope, we got to believe them because they're elected officials and that's their job, and so we got to believe them. What if the lawsuits were just twisted? Meaning... Based on our evidence, we don't believe these ballots are official ballots from 2022 that went through the official process. We don't know where they came from. We don't even know if they're fraudulent. We just can't confirm they're from the 2022 election. And therefore, what we're suing for is the evidence for the county to present and prove that these ballots here that they say came from the election actually came from this election. Prove it. Is there merit of suing for that right? Is there merit of, judge, we don't want to overturn the election. We just want to make sure everything is right and proper. And by the way, judge, if you look at this evidence, the evidence says something's wrong. We don't know what's wrong. We don't know what caused it. Hell, we don't even know who's responsible. We just know something wrong occurred. And therefore, because something wrong occurred, we can't honestly verify what happened in the election because we don't know what to contest. So we're suing based on here is this evidence that says something went wrong. Now to the scope of it, we don't know, but judge, all we're suing for is the right to see everything, every ballot, every envelope, every digital, anything, every communication, every this, every that. And that's all we want the right to see it in a timely manner, not interfered with, cough it up so we can just assess what happened. Why aren't we suing for that? Is it because there's some sort of formula I don't know about of getting your butt handed to you over and over and over and over and over? I don't know. One person was telling me, well, you're never going to see this stuff, a lot of this evidence in suits, Because the way these suits are funded, uh, they want to prove that the machines are bad. And so you're going to only see the stuff that the funders say about the machines because they're actually funding it and they get to say what happens. See, I have a hard time with that one, too. Why would somebody make that decision? Isn't evidence, evidence, evidence? Somebody says, well, they want to be the uh, clear winner that saved America. Well, you know what's interesting? It's not about saving America. It's about Americans not losing. This is only about the people that are losing, not about who gets to win. And right now, Americans are losing. And so I have to ask myself as a collective, as a whole, are we thinking about this right? Are we strategizing right? It stands to reason that if we're not winning lawsuits and we're getting our butts kicked, that we got to change the game plan. 
And to change the game plan, I think you need to bring in additional thinkers to think around it who actually know something about it. Who actually pay attention to the words. Not somebody who one day they saw on TV as an election expert because they happened to be there. Not that kind of crap. I'm talking real bona fide people. Why do we not do this? Why do we not do this? And those are the questions I ask myself because we need to figure out if our cases are wrong, we need to modify how we fight the cases. It's simple. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over. So maybe we got to go for little wins to get to the bigger one instead of going for the bigger one and keep on kicking the can down the road. Or how do we solve this attorney issue? What's really going on? Maybe there's a way if we can all get together and talk about it to hold the attorney's feet to the fire and do better coaching and better prepping. But I think it's unforgivable for an attorney not to know the difference between a Dropbox ballot and an election day ballot. I think that's a huge fumble. We can't afford fumbles. We've got to win. This is a Super Bowl. We got to win our country back. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you. I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to filledupgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes are done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.